the world's most exciting podcast, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I'm Michael Savage, host of the Savage Nation podcast, home of borders, language, and culture. Hear my new podcast each week as I speak with top guests from around the world. Right now, we have over 700 shows in our library featuring interviews with world leaders, scientists, faith teachers, and more, including President Donald Trump, Prime Minister of Israel Ehud Barak, Edward Teller, the father of the hydrogen bomb, Jerry Falwell, and so much more conversations and commentary you cannot find anywhere else. Other guests have included Samuel Cohen, the father of the neutron bomb, Breitbart's Alex Marlowe, the great author Peter Schweitzer, Colonel Douglas McGregor. Be here or be nowhere. The Savage Nation podcast. Catch the Michael Savage podcast on all podcast platforms every Tuesday and every Friday. Hey, everybody. It's Trina Unicorn. So this is a very different style. I'm doing this as a podcast with a video version on YouTube. And so I'm going to be talking a little slower, a little more relaxed, and, uh, and not worry so much about the pace of the conversation. So it's an experiment. I'm trying out podcasts. I also wanted to give you the visual in case some of you need to be distracted with something while you listen. I mean, everybody learns different and listens differently. So, um, yes, here I am. So, wow, a podcast is a new thing. Um, it was a, an idea I had considered before, but I didn't see a, a real point because I didn't see how I could monetize that when I already had a monetized YouTube channel. And so I wouldn't want to divert traffic from my page channel to a non-paid platform or medium, right? So I, I kind of shelved it for a while, and then I talked to Kathy from the Strictly Anonymous podcast for like 20 minutes before we even started recording for the actual podcast, and uh, she inspired me and gave me some of the tools and tips that I needed to get started, and uh, I was able to successfully launch. So uh, I'll be able to hopefully build an audience here of people who are interested in the long-winded version of Toronto Unicorn. Um, there's a very much longer-winded version. If you want to be here for it, I'm here for it. You might as well be here for it, you know. So, yes, um, I'm thrilled to be here. I just smoked a bit of a joint, and I'm excited because the, I have no meetings. Like, everything's on Do Not Disturb. So I'm here. I'm here for you for, like, at least half an hour, and I think that's pretty cool. So uh, I want to talk to you because tonight I have very big plans that when you think about what I'm planning to do tonight, I realized how extreme I've become compared to when I was in Vanilla World. When I was in Vanilla World, the most exotic thing I thought that that was really out there for people was like threesomes. And what I'm doing tonight is so unique (laughs) that it made me stop and chuckle because sometimes you don't realize how far you've gone in a certain direction until you like look back (laughs) and then you're like, oh wow, you know. Uh, And that's kind of, I'm so thrilled. I'm so excited about tonight. I just didn't know you could have a life like this, to be honest. I dreamt it. I hoped it. Um, I just didn't know until my late 30s or mid 30s, sorry, that that this world existed. So let me tell you the whole point of this uh, video podcast or whatever is tonight I have plans to do the following. I have plans with a couple called Jyla Valentine. 
and I play with them once in a while for like threesomes, like fun, you know? Great friends, we always like order delicious food after, we role play some things, like it's like super fun, it's like super chill. They're the most secure couple I've ever actually like experienced, like there's just no concern about anything like that. And so it's just so fun to hang out with them. And so tonight, not only am I hosting Jyla Valentine over to my house for some planned threesome fun, and we're also potentially going to have someone specific here to video it for us for a special occasion just for uh, our, our fan pages because both of us have fan pages, Jyla Valentine and myself. Um, I can't put links to our fan pages on YouTube or podcast sites because it's like, well, maybe podcast site, I'll see. But like, I just, I got a strike on my YouTube channel for doing that. So I can't do that again. Um, <laughs> I might not even edit that out, you know, just so you feel it with me. Um, that's the whole point of these kind of podcasts for me is the easeability of the video editing as well, because I want you to see more of the conversation, more of the pauses, more of the ums. I mean, I'm still going to edit out the coughing or whatever, because I smoke weed, like, you know, I'm going to cough. So I'm going to, I'm going to edit those out still, but, uh, yeah, you got the, otherwise you got the real me. So not only am I having Jyla Valentine over tonight for a threesome and potentially filmed content. Yeah. You got to wash your asshole up close for that one. Don't you? <laughs> I'm telling ya, I'm telling ya. Okay, I had, I could so derail on so many topics, but you just, when you are, when you're filming for, for sex, like, just make sure everybody washes up right before, or like, do what you can, because otherwise it could be like, you know, a little risky, a little risky. So you always have to like, clean very, very well before you film. That's all, I'm just saying. I've seen some things on like, porn sites and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'd want my, I'm just playing. Anyways, um, yeah, I digress. So basically, I'm having them over, and I've already talked to uh, to them about what I actually had in mind for the night. So I like to play with them neutrally, like, like we all have fun together. But there's sometimes when I like to dom them individually. So I like to dom the guy, and I like to dom the girl, and in different ways, right? So he, uh, you know, very much appreciates my ass the, the way every man should, in my opinion. I love when I can just bend over and fucking like touch it to hint and he'll come over and worship and like spread and like give me, you know, the his best. I mean, that's what every, every girl with a booty like mine wants, you know? So he is always invited into my ass, so to say it. Um, anyways, um, yes. So he is fun to Dom because he's like loves the goddess in it. Like I also wear the cougar shit sometimes because I am like literally like like definitely older than him, like over 10 years older than him. But and I don't normally sleep with younger guys like this. I don't. He's the exception and I'll be honest with you, it's very unlikely I'll sleep with another guy in his 20s just cuz it's like for me like it's like a little bit too young, but I also think everybody makes exceptions once in a while, so you never know. But anyways, so then the girl, I dom in so many ways. Like, I like to choke her and, like, push her head down on people's dicks and, like, you know, just encourage her to, like, swallow it up. Like, I'm just, like, great at just kind of naturally taking that role, I think. And so it's really fun with a natural submissive uh, in Jyla Valentine to, to have these things kind of play out. So... So then, so not only am I hosting them for threesome, filmed, everything, you would think that would be like the story, like, oh, this is the end of the story. No, it gets so much bigger than this. So then, then we're going to Oasis to have Bukaki night. And I get, I've already talked to her about this. 
she's going to be my submissive for the Bukkake night in addition to her partner, right? Um, and I am totally going to feed her to a bunch of hungry men at Bukkake event. Absolutely. She is the happiest girl in that situation. And every fucking man is a lucky piece of fucking man to get this opportunity because it's going to be indiscriminate dick. It's going to be let me please as many men as can humanly get their dicks around me. That's the kind of girl energy and you know energy you kind of want in these kind of situations. It's a pleasure and a thrill to be their date for the night. Uh, I get to watch this. I get to be a part of it as a voyeur. Obviously, I'll probably play with them, but I'm not going to participate in Bukaki. but I'm going to be front row and center for when she does, and I am definitely going to be doing videos about it. Now, those videos are more likely to go straight up on my YouTube and my OnlyFans because there's always two versions, right? There's the PG-rated version, and then there's the, you know, what happens when the legs are open version and uh, can, that can't go on YouTube so I don't even know if it can go on Spotify I have to learn that actually so yeah so uh, basically I have to I'm coming I'm having them over to have a threesome and then I'm taking them to a sex club to go and present the submissive to other men and watch her like be you know the center of all these men's attention and like and every, I want to watch their faces, you know? I want to be an anthropologist voyeur. Like, I want to sit there, front row, maybe not in like a spray radius, because I don't want even a drop of a cup shot on my body, I'm just saying, like I don't. Um, so, especially like a stranger, but ooh, I don't know, that would be kind of weird. Um, so I'm gonna stay a little bit back, but I even get to dress her up, so I might be able to like pick out her outfit that I want her to be this happy little slut in. And like that to me is like a really big turn on. So, uh, she's got this juicy, Body, juicy personality just a kind of girl that uh, I'd be proud to introduce at, at any sex party let's put it that way um, I wish I was a three-hole girl like she is but I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, I, I you know I like other three-hole girls though so yeah so that is my crazy night I'm literally having a threesome and then I'm going to a sex club on Bukaki night which both these things are huge in themselves right and the fact that it's all happening in one night and it's like I was at Oasis two nights ago like let's be real this is a crazy life I live and I've learned something in this life that things you know can be good and great and then they can stop and, and deviate and change and I don't like change I don't I don't know if it comes from my ADHD or like other are a little I think I even have like mild mild Asperger's or autism or or something along those lines because I don't adapt to change very well um certain things some things yeah well yeah. um it's funny because I'm in software and like I have to implement change and so I you know I understand the frustrations of end users when I implement like you know changes to their dashboards or whatever that they're used to seeing but then when I'm the when I'm the end user and like for example like one of my you know analyst tools is not working well and I have to contact support I'm like the biggest baby I'm just like I need it to work I don't understand um I'm just uh yeah I don't know how I got on that topic but anyways if you're this podcast you're seeing all my little rants and raves because this is how I talk a I lose my train of thought sometimes also so I smoke weed but I also have ADHD and my brain fires fast and what happens if somebody interrupts me in life is that train goes past while I'm looking over here and then I have no idea what I was talking about like literally two seconds prior because if I'm interrupted I can literally lose the actual train of thought 
Um, and so I interrupt people because I'm, I'm just so impatient in my brain and I have ADHD and I, try, you know, and I, I, I really wish I could do differently. I could be different and I try sometimes, but I like hate it when people do it to me because I'm like, I will lose my train of thought if somebody just like, oh, introvert sex to like ask a, a specific question. I'm like, okay, what was I saying? So anyways, in those situations, the courteous thing is to offer the help of finding the topic because if you don't know either, then I don't feel bad. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So that's basically my night tonight. And so I've already showered and done my makeup and everything. I always, always, always wash my pussy and ass one more time thoroughly in the shower before people come over because there's so many wrong ways to do it. And I'm going to have to do videos on this, on the etiquette of it as well, because even just if you use wet toilet paper, it's a big problem because it leaves those little tiny uh, particles of toilet paper around. And like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I like looking ass, but I don't like looking toilet paper on someone's ass. So it's a different experience, you know? So you have to make sure you leave like a lint free experience. I've also heard from a friend of mine, somebody that like some guy's house that she goes to to have sex, that he has very like cheap linty um, toilet paper. And like when she uses it, she finds like little lint particles in her vagina. Yeah, I recommend splurging the extra couple dollars, gentlemen, to get the better fucking toilet paper. Your ass deserves it. Our ass deserves it. Guest ass deserve it. It's just the least you can do. <laughs> That's all. Um, but yeah, so that's my night as well as R is coming to the, uh, to the event tonight and potentially L as well. Now, I don't know about you, but it's been a hot minute since I've had a bunch of friends in the pool at Oasis. Um, I've loved going when on one with my friends before, but to have everybody together on the same night, it just feels like I'm just living the best life right now. And I'm very grateful for the friends that I've made in this lifestyle who don't make me feel silly when I talk about sex randomly in every other sentence, you know? Some people are built like me. I'm glad I found them. I consider them my tribe, um, and I'm a very happy swinger. So so that is my big night. Now, how do I feel about it? So because this is a podcast, you know, I have to be honest with you. I looked at the timestamp, and I thought, oh, God, it felt, you know what the feeling felt like? It felt like I, I was, like, in university and I had to write, like, a, you know, a 2,000-word essay and I'm only at, like, a 1,000 words. And I'm like, fuck, I got nothing else to say. So instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to lean into the podcast idea and actually just decide to go a little deeper into how I feel about tonight. I feel really happy that I have a house, a little home that I can host people in to do hot sex in because it's always fun to be able to host hot sex. Okay. Um, I love that I met people like I literally have decor. That's like a stuffed penis. Like I could go get it, but I'm not in the mood to like jump up and down off my chair, um, while I'm doing this. So I have like stuffed penises, like, like decor that's very sexual, sexual art, things like that. And like, I just, am a sexual person. And so I like people who also are sexual minded people, even if I never fuck them, like are very sexually minded. I will never fuck our, our will never fuck me. We're too much like family. It's just not going to work that way. We're just like, we're sisters, you know? Um, we're, we have fun in this lifestyle um, beside each other, not, you know, in, in the same scenes. So anyways, um, I think for me, I'm really excited that I've made friends in this lifestyle, especially a couple, because the unicorn in me loves couples. I do. I think I always will. I like the energy of a male-female couple, especially if they already know each other and they're they're happy with each other because it's like less work for me like I'm just that I'm just like the candy I don't need to be the integrator um and so then um you know with this couple specifically and I'll tell you a story about them so I 
I've known this couple for two years before I had sex with them for the first time. And it's funny because uh, the reason was that they were too young. <laughs> so what changed? Well, they did get older, but so did I. Um, but basically, I think I watched him have sex. I saw their chemistry together for years. He's very good. As a, as, as a guy, he's very good at delivering a pounding. And every woman, in my opinion, knows where to, needs to know where to get a good pounding once in a while. You know, if you're deficit in that, you need to get a good pounding. It can, it can pound the bitch right out of you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, sometimes I'm moody and then I like have an orgasm and suddenly I'm feeling better, you know? So really for everybody's benefit that I get pounded. Anyways, um, so for me, I love that he delivers like great sex, but the reason I ended up having sex with them the first time, and I've said this story a few times, but I was sitting on the patio with them at Oasis, and it was like one of the first nights that Oasis had reopened again after the second lockdown. And they had had a threesome with a girl there. And I remember talking to the girl at first and she was like, you know, gung ho. She was there to have a threesome. And then I saw them upstairs, like, you know, girls going down on girls. It was like hot. And then I came downstairs and I, and I saw them later out on the smoking patio. I asked them how their threesome went because it looked hot. And they looked like a little bit like with like, you know, some trepidation in their answer. And I was like, why, what happened? And they're like, well, like it was okay, it was okay. And like, I'm like, why, what happened? And she's like, well, like it, it kind of felt like the gent, the guy, um, you know, apparently she, she kind of just apparently wanted more of a girl on girl experience. And so I think that that is, a, in my opinion, a little selfish of a unicorn unless that's like a clearly accepted dynamic because the guy is fair to expect some involvement, right? And, and if you're picking a, a couple. And so I felt bad that basically the girl was like so into the, the other girl that she didn't even like really include the boyfriend. And I remember in that moment saying out loud, well, that's weird. I wouldn't, I would be happy to suck his dick and like I, and who's standing right there. And it was literally almost like a, like a, like something like turned in my head and I suddenly had said the thing out loud that I didn't know was true is that I would like to suck his dick. I didn't know that. And it was that fast that I suddenly was like, oh my God, really? And so then I said, okay, well, let's talk about it. Maybe not tonight. And then, um, and cause I don't move that fast too. Right. And so they were like happy about that. But then it's funny because I left them outside on the smoking patio and I walked inside and then I went into the pool and I met Jay for the first time. And then we had like a wonderful few months hanging out, having all sorts of group sex, you know, things I couldn't have done on my own. So in a way, if I hadn't, if I had taken that opportunity, which I had Valentine at that time, I wouldn't have actually probably met Jay at all. And then none of those things would have happened. So I'm glad that I met Jay. I'm glad we had those experiences because then it's, I still met, you know, I still was able to have sex with Jala Valentine. It was just a little later. So, um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's fun to, to play with this couple. And the first time we fooled around, I was with a partner, I think it was Jay at the time. And, uh, uh, we were like a sexual partner and we were, or I was having my first uh, couple swap. So first boy, girl, boy, girl, couple swap. Now I found them in the hot tub. Um, they're eager. They, this couple is DTF. If there was ever such a thing as DTF, like, you know, example, they're them. But, like, with decent people, right? But, yeah, so I basically remember I was talking to the, to the guy at the time, and I said, like, okay, like, I really want to do this. Like, how, should, how do we go about it? Like, I was nervous about it. And, like, I led because I'm a bit of a leader. And so I remember, like, I found them in the hot tub, and I kind of just, like, was like, would you like to, like, go and, like, hang out with us upstairs? And uh, they're like, yeah, sure. They, like, jump out of the hot tub and, like, come upstairs. 
And then we, like, hung out on the little mats thing. It's like gym class, but with more fun. It's like sexes at the end of it. And basically, I was like, you know, um, can I, like, touch your boobs? Like, I don't know. I don't remember how it started, but I think there's a video on this, actually, my very first couple's up. If I find it, I'll put the link in the description. But, yeah, it was uh, of the video on YouTube, by the way, because that's where I'm going to be putting my extra content, right? Oh, yes, I had very, very good time in that couple swap. I watched her fuck my partner at the time and like me fuck him it was great it was my first time really seeing it all go down that way um and yeah it was a wonderful experience so yeah i've, I've included uh Gina valentine in hotel parties i've included them in threesomes foursomes whatever uh and now i play with them as a threesome so uh tonight if we all three of us are there and we find another couple or another guy that is like really hot maybe we'll even have a foursome that is unplanned you know we'll see i do get more comfortable inviting sexual partners when I'm with other people I'm comfortable with so it's possible that I might be more open-minded to sex tonight than I normally would be because it's more like a teamwork dynamic that I'm like going for it's like it's like I'm excited to like hunt for the team you know so anyways that's my big uh my big night tonight and 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 the story of Jaila Valentine so far. So they're good friends, good friends. I see them once in a while. Um, they're much younger. I like wearing cougar attire when I'm when I'm uh, hanging out with them because I like to play up the role of like the cougar because I'm older and stuff. Um, and I enjoy that vibe. Like I enjoy doming a man who wants to worship my ass. Like of course, like like sign me up. So only if they're good at it because if they get if they're bored if I if I'm bored up there I'm not gonna just endure you know <laughs> anyways um I'm gonna probably have a few more minutes to fill and so I'm gonna try and fill it with just my stream of thoughts I'm not nervous at all about tonight I I to think how nervous I used to be about the idea of a threesome and think about how easy a threesome comes to me now for certain situations, it goes to show that really anything can become normalized. Um, and it's, it's interesting because the nerves wear off eventually. I'm still excited. I want to see what it's like to be front row and, and, and in charge of in a, in a sexually agreed way a woman's mouth that isn't mine that gets to be filled with all sorts of C. <laughs> C instead of D because it's, I mean, it's still D, I guess. Um, she is going to be on her knees like a good little slut and she is going to take a lot of dick and I'm going to make sure of it because I'm going to be right there. So, and I'll be reporting it all as well in my on my various channels. So I think for me, this is where I'm going to sign off. I guess I didn't quite make it to 30 minutes. Uh, maybe I'll try harder next time. But uh, this podcast thing is a new idea, and I don't want to rant or, or rave or say anything I just think is bullshit. So I'm just going to sign off when, when, I, uh, when I feel like it. So thank you for listening, or if you're on YouTube, thank you for watching. If you like the YouTube idea of this podcast and you like visually seeing me while I'm speaking, please let me know in the comments. Otherwise, I will just do more audio because, frankly, it's fucking way easier. And if, if it doesn't add as much value to see me, I just need to know that. So let me know if you want to see my face when I'm talking to you or if you're okay to hear just the audio. All right. Thanks, everybody. Signing off. Journey Unicorn. Check out journeyunicorn.com. I got my journal, which is quite frankly where everybody uh, spends a lot of time. I, I was surprised to see how many people visit my journal, but they do. 
I also sell swinger merchandise. I have a bunch of sex products I found on Amazon, like really cool like sex decor and like really cool like you know man cave uh, you know decorations, things like that. Uh, I have links to all those things on my website. It's really a hub of information for swingers as well. Uh, I have links to certain playlists and some descriptions about why you should watch them and, and what they include. So all sorts of things and I updated a lot. So check it out. Um, yeah, and subscribe on YouTube. Thanks.